Welcome to Right Side of the Brain, the podcast created by Interact Stroke Support. Interact are a charity that take professional actors into hospitals and stroke clubs to deliver a live interactive reading service to stroke survivors. And we now also deliver the service virtually, directly into people's homes. Please visit our website, www.interactstrokesupport.org, for more details. guest this week is the former BBC journalist and one of the founders of the Chiswick Book Festival, Torin Douglas. It's a, it's a pleasure to see you. Uh, let me um, uh, officially welcome you, um, Torin Douglas. Uh, and, and you. Uh, a very, very warm welcome to our yep. podcast, Right Side of the Brain. Um, now, uh, I'm hoping uh, that uh, this podcast will go out on September the 5th, which will be just before um, the Chiswick Book Festival. So, Torin, before you start talking about the Ch- Chiswick Book Festival, there will be a lot of people who do not know who you are. Um, so why don't you just uh, give us a, a brief introduction as to who Torin Douglas is? Hello, Neil Jane. Thanks very much. And um, I'm delighted uh, you've invited me to, to, to speak to you today. Um, I was a journalist for many years, writing about the media. I was uh, at the BBC as their media correspondent for um, uh, about 25 years. Uh, And media means covering, A, the BBC itself and all its rivals, ITV and all the newspapers and so on, but all the new media, uh, all of the um, uh, things like podcasts now, but uh, all of the online uh, stuff. And by, by doing it for over 25 years... Uh, and then before that for the Times and the Independent and, and the Economist and places, I really saw how important the media was um, in British life, in global life. It, was, it became a huge industry. Uh, and so by covering that, I was able to cover political events, uh, and, uh, social events, cultural events, and it was a lovely position uh, to have. Uh, and while I was at the BBC, I was still working with the church here in Chiswick where uh, I live, St. Michael and All Angels, uh, and we had a festival that um, ran uh, every year uh, in the summer, uh, and um, that was an arts festival and a community festival, uh, and we then thought, well, actually, we'd like to do a book festival as well. Must can't be that difficult to do a book festival, and so before I left the BBC, we launched the Chiswick Book Festival. So... Tell us about the book festival, and uh, I'm particularly interested in the relationship of the church with the festival, and and how how that uh, originally came about, Torin. I'll go back um, to the earlier festival I mentioned, um, that community and arts festival, um, which was started by the church way back in 1967. We're very fortunate to live in a beautiful part of London called Bedford Park, which is the first garden suburb, lots of beautiful arts and crafts houses. But in the 1960s, um, Victorian architecture was very much out of fashion, uh, and um, they were being knocked down. They were too big, they were in multi-occupancy. And a new vicar arrived at St. Michael's. There was a hole in the roof which he wanted repaired, and he said, we ought to have a festival to try and bring the community uh, together. 
he worked with a local society called the Bedford Park Society, which is a heritage organization that was trying to stop these wonderful houses being knocked down, and up till that point had not succeeded. Uh, it had enlisted the help of Sir John Betjeman, the great poet and, um, and campaigner, but nothing had happened until 1967. And then within a week, within a month of that very first Bedford Park Festival, where they'd shown an exhibition of the art and architecture of Bedford Park, the government listed 356 houses all in one go and saved them from demolition. And that was the very month when conservation areas were becoming law. So arguably that was the first conservation area here in Bedford Park in Chiswick. And that's been running ever since um, then for over 50 years. We always used to have a book event within that festival. Uh, and I said to our vicar one day, who is a great believer in the arts, Father Kevin Morris, um, really, we ought to be able to run a book festival here. All the authors would love to come and talk to us. Um, they'd love to sell their books. We've got all the volunteers here. We have a big church. We've got a, we've got a wonderful parish hall. We've got all the facilities we need. We can use your bank account, which is what we do with the Bedford Park Festival. And so that's how, how it all, all began. And it's very much rooted in the church. Father Kevin believes that the arts are a huge part of um, the worship and community aspect of a church. There was an article in The Spectator not that long ago saying every church ought to have its own art, um, uh, art festival or art centre uh, to bring people into the church alongside all the worship. And that's what we do. And that really resonates uh, with, with building a community and, and, and a vibrancy of community. Let's talk more specifically about the Chiswick Book Festival, uh, Torin. Um, uh, I'm going to play devil's advocate and say something like, well, what's the USP of the Chiswick Book Festival? There are plenty of literary festivals. What, what's your USP? Our USP, and it is a very unusual one, is that we support charities like yours. Uh, we are a non-profit making community event. We do not pay our authors, even though the Society of Authors now uh, argues that all authors should be paid. And we tell them this. Uh, we say, we're not going to pay you. We're going to keep our costs as low as possible because any profit that we make will go to reading charities. Uh, and uh, Interact has been one of those reading charities right from the very uh, very start. start. We've had other wonderful um, uh, ones. We've had RNIB Talking Books and Books to Children. We've had the Letterbox Club. So reading charities are uh, at the heart of it. So that is our USP. But apart from that, we're like any other book festival. We're bringing readers and writers together because of their love of books. Uh, and Chiswick has a particularly uh, strong literary heritage. And one of the things that we have done as part of the book festival is to identify all of those writers who have lived in Chiswick at one time or another. Uh, and we now have a wonderful writer's trail, which has lots of distinguished uh, writers on it. It's got two winners of the Nobel Prize for Literature, W.B. Yeats, uh, the poet and, and playwright, and uh, the playwright uh, Harold Pinter, who wrote The Caretaker here in, in Chiswick. Um, we've got poet laureate Sir John Betjeman, who helped save uh, those houses. We've got um, a Booker Prize winner, uh, Iris Murdoch. Um, we've got lots and lots of uh, uh, plaques. We've got E.M. Forster, uh, li lived in Chiswick. Um, we've got uh, Alexander Pope, W.M. Thackeray. So we have a really good heritage. So we have put those together in a map that people can follow. But then we decided to find out 
whether there were any more writers who'd lived in Chiswick. Uh, and I had no idea how many we would, uh, we would end up with. Uh, when we reached 250, uh, The Observer wrote an article saying Chiswick may be Britain's most literary location, so we were very happy with that. Since then, we found another 200, uh, and I now know it's going to go over 500. So as well as doing the book festival in September each year, throughout the year, we celebrate writers and focus on the writers of Chiswick. And at our festival, we like to support local authors, but we have the best authors wherever they come from as well. One thing I've noticed, uh, Torin, and maybe you could uh, talk about this a little bit further, is how the festival has expanded to other uh, buildings within the Chiswick area. You you have a relationship with uh, Arts Educational, the the drama school just down the road uh, from uh, St Michael's Church, and various other places. Could you talk about how those uh, other relationships developed? Yes, we very much originally wanted to try and keep it close to St Michael and All Angels because we didn't want too many people having to wander around the streets rather than actually being in the right place. So um, originally we, we connected with the places that were very near to us. So you've mentioned Arts Ed, the wonderful performing arts uh, uh, theatre uh, and college that um, has Andrew Lloyd Webber as its, um, as its president. They're literally um, 50 yards up the road. Opposite the church is the Tabard Theatre. So those were where we started uh, from, but we always wanted to celebrate one of the great um, joys of Chiswick, which is Chiswick House, um, wonderful uh, Neo-Palladian um, building. Uh, and that's where we have always held our opening event. And we've had great writers, um, great speakers uh, there. We've celebrated Queen Victoria there because she used to come to Chiswick House and, uh, and loved it. And when ITV ran its drama series about Victoria, we had the writers um, uh, of that. Uh, and this year we've got Dame Eileen Atkins, who lives in Chiswick uh, and has produced a wonderful memoir. Uh, and um, so she's coming uh, there. So those were the original venues. And then what happened was that um, in, in covid Uh, we decided we really needed to spread the audiences out. We needed to have more venues so that um, the audience could be more spread out. And at that stage, we included a wonderful pub down the road called the George IV, which has a very big room at the back called the Boston Room. Uh, And we had deliberately not gone there um, up until that point because we didn't want people having to walk too far. At that stage, we decided, no, our priorities are different. So we used them, and that worked incredibly well. So at that point, once we were... And also, other people started coming to us and saying, oh, the book festival's really doing well. Would you like to come uh, and do an event here? So Gunnersbury Park Museum, which is the local museum for Ealing and Hounslow, in a beautiful um, building and park that was once owned by the Rothschild family, their director came and said, would you do an event here? So then we went into Ealing. uh, And so we started doing a second week of events or a few days of events uh, in Ealing. Um, We then got a Chiswick Cinema, which uh, opened last year. So we very much wanted to be part of that. So the Chiswick Cinema is now one of our venues. And we got into local schools as well because we have a very good children's um, programme. And again, it's not always possible to find a good venue for children. We used to have it in a marquee outside, but then you realise that the traffic noise was a bit too much. So the two local schools uh, nearest us, Orchard House and Chiswick and Bedford Park, 
uh, prep school. They both now host um, events. Um, and this year, we're moving even further. There is a new cinema in Acton called Act One. Uh, and they are a community, um, a community venue, and we want to support them. Uh, so we're holding an event there. And also, St. Michael's has a sister church called St. Peter's. Um, and so we want to embrace them as well. So we've expanded to them. So suddenly we have a lot more venues. And we could only do that because we have a brilliant team of volunteers who run the festival. Uh, and one of them uh, we made our venues coordinator. And she goes around all the venues, makes sure she's in contact with them. Because without all those really good people making sure this happens, um, it would be, become very, very difficult. Torin, before we talk specifically about the festival that's about to happen, um, tell us uh, your own personal highlights and lowlights of, of previous f festivals that have uh, occurred. Um, well, the, the highlights, I always say that um, we wanted to start slowly. Um, and um, so the partners we had in those days uh, who were two, uh, a couple who work in the book business in, uh, in, in Chiswick, um, called Jax Thomas and her husband Malcolm Edwards, who was um, a key figure in Orion Books. Um, their idea of starting slowly and small um, was to have uh, Lady Antonia Fraser, Anthony Horowitz, Jacqueline Wilson and Michael Frayne on our opening uh, <laughs> programme. Uh, and at that stage, I still remember the moment when Jax rang me. I happened to be in Edinburgh covering the Edinburgh Television Festival. And I got this phone call from Jack saying that Antonio Fraser was going to speak uh, and was going to be our opening speaker. And at that stage, I knew we were on our way. And that very first event, I mean, and Anthony Horowitz was the very first because the children's was in the afternoon. Uh, and then um, Antonia was in the evening. Uh, and she was fantastic and she was brilliant, as, as you would expect. And then the first question, and the church was absolutely packed. Uh, and, the and the first question came uh, and she said what an intelligent question uh, and it was a very intelligent question uh, and a few years later I bumped into her at the National Theatre uh, uh, and I said hello uh, Lady Antonia you may remember me from uh, Chiswick and uh, she said oh yes that beautiful church and what an intelligent audience uh, so at that stage I knew um, we were onto a good thing then um, another highlight was when she came back during our COVID year when we did everything online. And um, I recorded interviews in the church, um, which were recorded by Chiswick Bells, our local TV station. Uh, and Antonia Fraser and Michael Billington, the great Guardian theatre critic, and also the biographer of Harold Pinter, who was uh, Lady Antonia's husband, uh, I interviewed both of them. And that was fantastic. Um, they were both on really good form. They're good friends. They sparkled. Uh, it was revelatory. It was moving. It, it was lovely. And you can still see it on, on, on the web. Uh, and so that was another highlight. But at that stage, um, uh, in that interview, uh, Antonia said she really felt that Harold Pinter's films had been uh, overshadowed by his plays. Uh, and everybody knew him as a playwright. They didn't know him as um, a cinema screenplay writer. And she really felt that was um, uh, neglected. And she said if ever there could be a film festival, um, she would love that. So scroll on to this year. Chiswick Cinema is now going to have a Chiswick 
film festival um, at the end of the month that the book festival is in. Uh, we have just um, talked to Lady Antonia and we're going to show The Servant, which he, um, he was one of, he, he was the uh, writer for, uh, and she's going to come. So everything has come around full circle and you just think, well, those connections that we made right at the very beginning of the festival are still bearing fruit um, uh, today. That's fantastic. And what, what, what about some uh, uh, moments of despair that you might, might be willing to share with us? Okay. Well, the, the, the despair is when people um, just um, say suddenly they can't come. And we've had various people um, that um, have, have not been um, a, a, able to come. And, and obviously that's a big shame. The other thing is when they don't say what you've asked them to say. I, you don't, you're not prescriptive in what... You, we're very flexible, but um, you do have a brief and you do have a topic and you're selling tickets on the basis that somebody's going to talk on a particular topic. Uh, and there was one speaker who I'm not going to name, but they spoke about what they wanted to speak about, not what the audience had come to hear about. Uh, and I could feel that starting uh, at the start of the talk... And I just hoped that he was going to come to the point. Uh, and he never did. Uh, and what's more, we had a very good chair uh, for that event. And she couldn't get a word in edgeways either. So the trouble is that once a speaker has started, there's very little you can do to stop them without in, in, seeming in, incredibly, incredibly rude. Uh, we've occasionally had um, uh, problems because things have sold out or we have not handled the... Um, uh, man managed the audience very well. For years, we used to have, um, and you, you'll remember this, we used to have a day pass system. So people could buy for the Saturday or the Sunday or for the whole weekend and could just come to whatever they wanted, which was fine until we started selling out. And then people would come to us and say, well, I've only bought this ticket for this speaker and I can't get in because um, it's, um, uh, uh, it, it's full. And there was an occasion when suddenly the audience all rushed in at uh, the beginning and our volunteers weren't quite ready for them. Uh, so suddenly that had sold out as well. So we're very aware uh, of all that and we're much better at handling all that now. Try and let me ask you, obviously COVID came along and, and changed things slightly. You, you have uh, been articulating how uh, it led to the development of, of new relationships with other places. I, I, I'm just interested to know, uh, now that we are sort of heading back towards a state of normalcy, is the online platform going to continue in any shape or form? Uh, in a very, very minor way. Um, it's a big operation to do the online as well as the in-house, um, in, in, in the venue itself. <clears throat> it costs a lot of money to set up properly, uh, so you don't really want to do it unless you have to. Um, and um, it's very difficult for the speakers to address both an audience um, uh, in the room and, and online. So we don't want to, um, do, uh, to do that. Uh, so, but we do have a couple of um, things. So we have the Chiswick Buzz Book Club, which is a, an online um, session on Zoom. Uh, that is free, and we make that available to people. Uh, we know that Zoom can do wonderful things, but um, uh, we can't cope with more than one, I'm afraid. So now tell us sp uh, specifically about uh, this year's festival, Torin. Tell us when it's starting, 
uh, tell us the, 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 the people, that uh, uh, the authors, etc., that people could come and see at the book festival this year? So this year, um, we always have uh, great speakers, but I think this year we have um, done particularly uh, well. I was very keen to get Dame Eileen Atkins uh, at Chiswick House, uh, and um, that's exactly what we've done, and she, she's um, proving very, very popular. Chris Patton, Lord Patton, who was the chairman of the BBC and uh, did lots of other things, including the last governor at Hong Kong, he um, is proving very popular, um, and in fact, um, tickets for that seem now to have sold out, but we're going to get a waiting list um, uh, for those. Um, Cressida Cowell, the children's author, is always very popular. We've had her several times. She always packs out the church, and she's a very, very good presenter, and she absolutely fires the uh, children with enthusiasm for writing and, and, for, and for drawing. But we also have Rob Bidolf, who... Um, during lockdown, did Draw with Rob on, on the web, uh, and he has now produced um, a new series of um, uh, books. He, he did the first one uh, last year, uh, and so uh, we've, got, uh, we've got him back. Um, but we've got um, some great BBC presenters. We've got Richard Coles, Reverend Richard Coles, talking about his first novel. We've got Justin Webb from the Today programme on his um, uh, memoirs. Um, we've got Jeremy Bowen, uh, who was the Middle East editor and is now the international editor. He's talking um, uh, about the Middle East. Jane Garvey, um, who you'll know from Radio 4, she's one of our interviewers. I'm delighted we've got Ronnie Archer Morgan from the uh, Antiques Roadshow, whose memoir is out. Uh, and it's all about how he grew up in care and how he discovered art and, and um, antiques. Uh, and how that saved him from um, getting into the wrong company and, and so on. So again, that will be that will be that will be great. We've got Pam Ayres, a very popular Pam Ayres, poet and, uh, 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 and entertainer. Uh, so it's a really rich mix, but there are lots and lots more. Uh, and so even though some of our most popular ones will sell out. There'll be lots more tickets for lots of other events. And Karen, we will obviously will put uh, a link to the Chiswick Book Festival in the description box. But just uh, for uh, everybody, could you give us the, the, the start date of the festival? Yes, the formal start date is um, Wednesday, September the 7th. Uh, and what we start with there is our wonderful Waterson's Local Authors Party, uh, which we've done for a few years, where we asked 20 local authors to um, speak for just two minutes about their book. And it's a very, very fast and furious um, event uh, and very popular. Uh, and that now ha has sold out. So that, that will be our opening event. But the evening before that, we have a very special event indeed, because there's a sculpture to commemorate W.B. Yeats, who grew up in Bedford Park and wrote his most popular poem uh, in Bedford Park, wrote his first play in Bedford Park. Uh, and that is on Tuesday the 6th. And so his sculpture will be, that sculpture um, celebrating him will be unveiled by um, Rowan Williams, the former Archbishop of Canterbury. And that evening, uh, actors will be um, reciting poems uh, in the church uh, under the Poetry uh, Hour banner. Uh, and uh, we've got Kieran Hines and, and Sinead Cusack uh, and others. So that's an eve of festival events. So September the uh, 7th is the opening event, and we go right through to the 14th, which is our final event uh, uh, in, in Acton, uh, which um, is a wonderful celebration of Michael Flanders, um, of the great comedy duo Michael Flanders and Donald Swan. 
so a very rich mix, but it's from the 7th to the 14th. Fantastic. And uh, Torin, on behalf of uh, not only Interact, but I'm sure I speak for the other charities that you have cons- that consistently supported over the years, thank you so much for everything that you have done uh, to support uh, reading charities. Uh, it, it really has helped so much, uh, not only for uh, a charity like ourselves, but other charities as well. And we wish uh, the Chiswick Book Festival a lot of uh, success this year and uh, many, many future years to come. Thank you very much. And it's been wonderful to work with you because you have um, connections in, in the book uh, world by providing actors to read to stroke patients in hospital. That is a wonderful thing to do. But the connection here in Chiswick was with Richard Briars, the much-loved yes. Richard Briars, uh, who was a, a patron a, a, of your right. charity. And, of course, you do the Ruth Rundell um, short story competition as well. So there has always been a natural affinity between your charity uh, and the festival, which we've very much enjoyed. That's fantastic. Torin Douglas, thank you so much indeed. Thank you. That was Torin Douglas, and we've provided a link to the Chiswick Book Festival in the description box. For more information on our work, please do visit our website at www interactstrokesupport.org and if you're feeling generous please do click on the big red donate button we very much look forward to your company on the next edition of right side of the brain